and welcome to D23 Inside Disney, the show that gives you a look at the latest Disney news and a peek at the people who make the magic at the Walt Disney Company. I'm D23's Jeffrey Epstein. I'm Candace from Radio Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And we're your hosts who will take you Inside Disney. Hey guys, it's great to see you today. Hi, Jeffrey. So excited. We get so much to talk about, so much news, and we get to speak to Will Tripp from Disney Store. I'm really excited because I always wonder what goes on behind the scenes at Disney Store as they're prepping for stuff. So we're going to get to find out, which I think is cool. Exciting. Before we get to the news, Candice, you and I had a spooktacular time last week at the Freeform Halloween House. We did. We hit all the photo ops. We were inside Hocus Pocus, which was really nice because you knew all the spells in the book and all that stuff. And <laughs> did, did you really? I didn't. I knew some of the spells. <laughs> wow. I'm that person. I'm that person. <laughs> I loved it. And the Nightmare Before Christmas setup was super cool. I'm it was so fun. jealous. I won the a prize. The pictures looked amazing. They were, it, we had a good time. And, Look- and, and our good friend Ali Maki was there. Fun. Fresh off of recording our show. Ah, she was in like the cutest like Toy Story 4 shirt. Like she took it to the next level of style from like Disney merch. And I thought it was just adorable. So she was so cute. Wow. Yeah. She's yeah. the best. She is. And then this weekend, I went for the first time down at Disneyland. Not my first time at Disneyland. Obviously. I would be shocked. Did you get a pin? <laughs> <laughs> my first time to the Craftsman Bar, which just opened recently oh, at wow. Disney's Grand Californian Hotel. What was that like? It was awesome. They had tuna tacos and they had avocado toast it was outstanding and and the service was terrific it was great and they had a live band it was very very fun yum i gotta check it out next time i'm down there yes and i got to see halloween but you know what i think of whenever i think of halloween hmm Hmm. christmas of course you do of course you do and what's funny about this is christmas is going to start early on freeform again this year so literally right after the 31 nights of halloween and the kickoff to christmas starts which i'm excited about so starting november 1st all of the christmas programming begins so the classics like frozen they're going to show that one of my favorite christmas movies of all time home alone they're going to show that Ah. miracle on 34th street the holiday holiday episodes of the simpsons which is good. Favorite Ooh. Christmas movies? Are you guys excited about any I on the lineup? I love this time of year. I Yeah, Halloween, as far as I'm concerned, is over. It is now Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first week of October. Clearly, we need to start celebrating Christmas. I can't wait. We yes. got to do up our studio, put up all the lights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should do that. There are two new original shows coming as well, though, which I think you guys are going to like. One of them is called Rap Battle. This is a six-episode series. They've got nine contestants, and basically, it's to see who can gift rap the best, which I think is so fun. I could use some pointers. That is for sure. Right? The edges, like the corner and the tape, always have tape showing. I don't know what the deal is with that. I love wrapping gifts. I will wrap your gifts for you. Okay. I think that's a good idea. (laughs) Okay. I like this. I see an upcoming episode. I didn't promise a good job. I just think I'll have a good time doing it. Okay. That works. So Cheryl Underwood is going to host the show. The judges are Carson Kressley, Wanda Wynn. They're also going to have celebrity guest judges, which is very cool. And there's also a holiday feature film that is coming to Freeform. It's called Turkey Drop. And this one stars our friend Olivia Holt, who comes home for Thanksgiving break. And she's afraid she's going to get dumped by our high school sweetheart. So it's going to be like her showing, I'm not the same girl from high school. It's <laughs> kind of like that. So it's going to be really cute. Ooh, I can't wait. Speaking of exciting things that are on TV. Yes. The Little Mermaid Live is coming up. Did you see the teaser? Yes. So we all got our first look at the characters in their full character garb. We saw Ali'i Cravayo as Ariel, Queen Latifah as Ursula, Shaggy as Sebastian, and of course, as we mentioned last week, John Stamos and Graham Phillips. John Stamos is Chef Louis, 
and yes, he has his mustache. Yeah. That was so funny. I love it. It was like the hilarious, like oversized mustache. Yes. So cute. <laughs> and then Graham Phillips as Prince Eric just looked like a dream. I mean, this cast is incredible. I cannot yeah. wait till it's ashore, which is on November 5th at 8, 7 central on ABC. Also, a cool thing about this program is we get to see these live performances interwoven with the original film. So we get to hear all of Alan Menken's greatest hits. I cannot wait. (laughs) It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm very excited. I'm also excited for Christmas. Did we mention that yet? (laughs) Yeah. I'm very excited for Christmas. (laughs) And the Parks blog has me even more excited because they recently just posted a video of all the entirely new Christmas and holiday decor coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, Fun. It's amazing. You've got to go to the Parks blog to watch the video, but they have these amazing little sparkly lights that look like ice drops that are going to be coming from the trees. They did all of these cool handmade pieces, and they're gorgeous. And even Pandora. Pandora's going to get a little kitschy. I can imagine that during the holidays. That has to be like the best, most magical place ever. It's it's already so magical. Like they're just bringing it to the next level. Yeah, they're going to have some kitschy holiday decor at Pongu Pongu, which is going to be very cute, you know, because they're all expats. Well, maybe not all expats, but many of them are expats. Mm -hmm. They're living on Pandora. So very, very exciting. And also Dino Land USA. They're going to decorate it as only the characters can. So you get a good (laughs) glimpse of that in that video. So definitely head to the Parks blog. Very, very exciting. And lots of cool things come into the parks yeah like plant-based dishes which i'm very excited about i'm not vegetarian or vegan i just love vegetables so when i found out this was happening i i'm so excited for it so when you're at walt disney world you can check it out now it's going to happen at the disneyland resort starting in spring of next year but you basically have to look for this green leaf it's the new menu icon there that's going to tell you it's a plant-based offering and we're talking everything like comfort food there's all these exciting new dishes over 400 new options and they're all made with vegetables, fruits, grains, nuts, seeds, and legumes, which I love. Anytime you take plant-based stuff and create some kind of dish out of it, I just get so excited because it tastes so fresh and good. Yeah. Do you guys like vegetables? It's just me. I love I the do. plant-based. Also, my stomach does because the dairy... Not so good. Same. So I really love the plant-based. It makes me very happy. Same. I'm particularly excited about the plant-based cashew cheesecake, which is at the California Grill at Disney's Contemporary Resort. So just FYI. Ooh, Mm. let's get like go after dinner. You could go get your cheesecake there and watch the fireworks at Magic Kingdom. Yes. I think that's a plan. I can't have cheesecake. So this is like a dream come true. There you Mm. go. What is there not to love about the parks? Seriously. Well, more plant-based items are going to be coming out to Disneyland Paris, Hong Kong Disney. Disneyland, Shanghai Disney Resort, and even the Disney Cruise Line, Jeffrey. Woo! So there you go. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> so excited. Speaking of all the parks and all the places, there is a brand new Disney Plus docuseries coming soon. It's called Behind the Attraction, Ooh. and it's going to be 10 episodes. Each episode's an hour long, and each one will focus on a different Disney Parks attraction. So we get to hear from the Imagineers, from the creatives, and even from some of the biggest fans what this attraction means to them, Whoa. how it came about, how it's evolved with new technology. It's going to be great. And at the helm of this project are executive producers Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. What? Okay. Yes. And Seven Bucks Productions. Which very, is, very I'm cool. excited about this. So great. So hopefully they'll be uh, profiling Jungle Cruise. Yeah. I feel yeah, like that's so. a good tie in there. Yeah. Very ex- and he's such a big Parks fan. I'm sure it's going to be great. Totally. I, I'm really, really thrilled. I can't wait. And in case you guys forgot, Disney Plus is coming November 12th. So soon. And on November 12th, you're going to be able to watch a brand new series called Marvel's Hero Project. 
And they showed a teaser online, and I may have been crying like 10 seconds in. Uh I feel like so many times kids say, oh, this movie inspired me to do this, or this movie inspired me to do that. This show actually follows kids who were inspired by characters like the heroes in our Marvel movies and all the incredible good things that they have done. So Marvel follows each of them, and at the end they get very cool Marvel swag, including a custom-made Marvel comic book where they are immortalized as the real-life heroes that they are. These kids really get honored. I highly advise you to go look at the Marvel Hero Project trailer online, but please have some Kleenexes. Yeah, I'm going to watch it alone because I'm an ugly crier, so (laughs) I'm not going to watch it in the office or the studio. (laughs) And speaking of Marvel and Star Wars and Pixar Mm -hmm. and pretty much everything Disney, you know where you can find that all? Where? In a Disney store. It's true. (laughs) So we're very excited today to have our friend Will Tripp, who's neighborhood store manager at Disney Store, to give us a few inside secrets on how they make magic at Disney Store. Well, welcome to the show, Will. We are so happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So how did you first get your start at Disney? Gosh, it was a long time ago, but I started uh, actually in South Florida in one of the Disney stores there. I was a seasonal cast member for holiday. I guess they liked me because they asked me to stay on after the holidays and kind of worked my way up from there. So by the time I got up to the store manager role, I had been through a few stores in the South Florida market. I then had a great opportunity. I worked in the visual merchandising department. I was based in Florida, kind of supported the field. So I would travel all over America and I would go into existing stores and help the teams with merchandising. I would also uh, open all of the new stores, so facilitate all of the merchandising in the new locations. So that was just an unbelievable experience. I got to work with so many great people, visit so many cities. I kind of know cities now by their malls. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Same, same. Coolest, exactly, right? coolest mall that you got to visit? I love Park Meadows in Denver. Oh. It's a really beautiful mall, kind of Frank Lloyd Wright look to it. Uh, so it's just kind of my favorite mall. How cool. Uh, yeah, but many, many good ones out there. After that, right here on the studio lot in Burbank, the Disney store, the studio store was coming under the Disney store umbrella again. And I thought that would be a great next step for me. So I kind of raised my hand and, and they were like, sure. And so I moved out here from Florida to California and um, took over that. And then my role has expanded since then. I now uh, oversee a few stores in the area. How many stores? Three stores right now. Nice. So uh, the studio store here on the Disney lot, the Glendale Galleria store, which if you don't know already, was the the first Disney store ever. Really? Yeah. No way. March 28th, 1987, that was the first store ever. How cool. Yeah. And then uh, also our little Disney baby store over at the Americana in Glendale as well, which also was the first one. That store smells really good. Just FYI. Disney baby store smells so Smell like babies? Yes. (laughs) Sorry, I'm a new mom. And it's just like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of aspects to running a store, obviously. Are there any in particular that you really enjoy? Yeah, gosh, there are a lot of aspects. I mean, I'm constantly juggling things. And the three stores that I oversee are very different. Some things are common across all three, but there are so many unique uh, nuances to each one. But I would say the people piece is probably my favorite. I have such great talent working for me. And it's really fun to just kind of see them grow, um, push them a little bit, stretch their assignments in the store, and really um, see the results that they deliver. It's just amazing. Yeah. Is there something that we may not know, like some secret that we like we, we should all be in on when we go to Disney Store and Ooh. see? 
Every day, and in most of our locations, we do an opening ceremony. We unlock the imagination. So one lucky guest gets to use the big key to unlock the imagination. It's our key to storytelling and, and imagination. And it's a really fun experience for that guest. Uh, we have, obviously, a lot of little ones that come to do it. And just to see it through their eyes, their eyes just light up. And, Jeffrey, there's a secret for you. We have a little light switch in the back. So we count down from five, and then <laughs> we secretly push that light button, and what? they unlock the imagination. I know. Yeah. Just ruin the magic. <laughs> Uh, no, I still want to do it. Yeah, it's so <laughs> totally. cool. I've um, actually seen people do it, and it's really cute. Yeah, oh, the kids God. just their faces light up. Yeah, my so face would light up. My face you lighting, would, There you it. go. You have to come do it as a thank you. They get a replica of the big key each day. We give that away to the one person who unlocks the imagination. And then more recently, we've started doing themed keys. So we started with Mickey's 90th, Donald's 85th. We did Aladdin, Toy Story 4, and then just this past weekend, we released a key for Frozen 2. Um, those keys are a little different the first guest again does get that key that special key that day whoever unlocks the imagination but other guests can make a purchase uh, in the store and get the key as their free gift with purchase one of my favorite things about going inside Disney stores is every cast member has their favorite character on their name tag so who is yours? I have a few name tags, I will confess. <laughs> a lot of us have kind of a good character and then maybe a villain, just depending on our mood, but no. Uh, uh, Aladdin is, is my favorite, has always been my favorite. Aww. Even in my office here on the lot, I do have a little shrine to Aladdin above my desk with uh, a lot of little fun collectibles. But, you know, he's all about it's not what's on the outside, it's what's on the inside. And yeah. uh, I like that message, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Before we dive into some cool merchandise stuff, can you talk about Frozen Fan Fest and Triple Force Friday? Yes. That looks so cool. It was so exciting. I think we're still kind of recovering from the weekend, but uh, <laughs> wow, what a big event. So we celebrated that on Friday, and we're celebrating kind of three things from Star Wars. Obviously, The Rise of Skywalker, The Mandalorian, the new live-action yeah. series on Disney+, and then also uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Orders, the new interactive game, which you can pre-purchase now on ShopDisney.com. But this was really the release, the first release of new Star Wars product and product for Frozen 2. Wow. So we um, combined them together and had one big release on Friday, yeah. I wow. went through the hashtag online just looking at people's posts, and mm-hmm. it looks so nice. Oh. Yeah. Such good stuff. Yeah. So what products were you most excited to like see in person in the store? You know, when we open those boxes backstage, it's just like we're the guest. We were like, wow, look at the, oh my gosh, look at that, you know, showing each other. So it's a lot of fun. But I think definitely some of the collectibles for Star Wars, and we saw the same reaction from our guests. We definitely had those Star Wars fans there Friday morning, first thing. So the Black Series figures, they loved those. The collectible coins, some of the figurine sets. Um, So all of those kind of collectible items they really went for. And then as the weekend went on, we saw more and more interest in Frozen. I think that will continue to build as we get closer to Mm -hmm. the theatrical release of Frozen 2. But gosh, some beautiful merchandise. The role play is just really, really beautiful. Anna and Elsa have new dresses. Of course, the plush characters are always a favorite. The dolls, the singing dolls. And I thought they did an amazing job with the ornaments this time. They have some really beautiful ornaments and they sing too. So, Will, you're killing me. I know, I know. Will knows, like, I I go into the Disney store on the lot, like, sometimes daily to be like, hey, any new ornaments? I... I I have enough Disney Christmas ornaments to decorate probably three or four trees. At See, this we need point. a tree wow. in here. Bring in your Ooh, ornaments. I like that idea. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, we'll start now. So whenever you have these big product launches, how do you begin to prep for that in store? 
it's an undertaking. I know it seems flawless. We opened that store on Friday morning or whatever day, and the product's just there, and it looks great. The team's worked so hard. There's a lot that goes into it. So it's everything from scheduling to planning how to get the product in. So we have to pick the pallets that we want to bring in and strategically pull those in. So you know, you think about you have limited space in your stock room, but you've got to get all this product in but prior to the release and your regular product in as well. So um, just kind of being strategic about that. Oftentimes we have events in the store so we'll do some entertainment for our guests so we have to get the cast members assigned to those events and give them time to rehearse and learn the event before they perform it in front of our guests we have to plan the visual set where is the product going to go how is it going to look how much space do we give it in the store and all those things really will support how much business we can generate from the event yeah you mentioned events is there a specifically cool memorable event or two that you can think of over your time at disney whether it was in florida or here The events kind of came, uh, we've been doing them for a number of years now, but I would say we didn't even have that when I first started. So I think probably 2010, 2011, we started to really ramp up the events, and now they've become a staple at Disney Store. Guests come in looking for them. We have the Halloween event coming up. The first weekend is this coming weekend, uh, the 12th of October, and that's always a great one because the kids come dressed in costumes, head to toe. We do fun things with them. Uh, It's gotten even better this year. You have to check it out at your local Disney store. That's probably my favorite. We've also started to do uh, what we call Fan Thursdays. So these are events that are targeted more at our adult fan or adult guest. Um, We have one coming up this Thursday night as well, uh, celebrating our new Midnight Masquerade collection. Uh, These are collectible dolls, accessories. We've even done a co-brand makeup line with ColourPop to support that. So we just released that yesterday. So those are also fun where you kind of get to interact with a different guest and adult guest. We have started an RSVP system now for all of our events. They've become so popular. So we've started an, uh, an online RSVP system. So uh, if you're interested, RSVP. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. With the holidays coming up, is there anything that you think is just going to be super popular soon? What do we need to get in on? Yeah, I, I think Frozen 2 is going to be just as big this time. The kids love Anna and Elsa. We've seen kind of a new generation come of age to connect with these characters. And I think the music, again, is going to be amazing. So I think that product will do well. With uh, Star Wars Episode Nine coming out, I think that will do well. But uh, honestly, all of our product is just great gift ideas for fans and families across the board. Based on what happened over the weekend, Mm -hmm. any indicators? I remember a few years ago, 2013, the Anna and Elsa dresses Mm -hmm. were very hard to find. Uh, They were so (laughs) popular. Is there anything that you're seeing really pop like that? I would say the Salamander plush has been the number one item. So uh, he does have a name. His name is Bruni. But uh, being here on the lot, we get a lot of the animators walk over from feature animation, and they're just calling him Sally for Salamander. Uh, At first, I thought they were talking about Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas, but then I caught on. Okay, it's a Salamander. (laughs) But that seems to be the popular one so far. So cute. Yeah. So we do wrap up all of our interviews with the same question. Okay. What is your favorite Disney memory? I have so many, but you know, I recently told this story, and I, I do remember this very fondly. So I was helping to open a store in Atlanta, Georgia, and we had characters there to meet with, meet and greet with the guests, and it was Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty. We had just released Cinderella on DVD, I think, so we had the princesses there. And there was a, a family, and I think one of the members of the family was disabled, and they really, really wanted to meet Cinderella. And it was a long line, and they just couldn't make the line. So in between, the, the princesses would switch out every 15 minutes or so, half a half an hour. And we had a, a green room for them upstairs in the mall. We were on the lower level. So there was this beautiful glass elevator that the princesses were coming up and down in. Wow. And it kind of reminded me of Cinderella's glass 
coach, yeah. right? <laughs> so I pulled these guests aside and I held them there until I knew the switch out was going to happen. And Cinderella came up to the elevator and I got her into the elevator and I got the family into the elevator with her. Aww. And they got to kind of spend that little moment just with her in the elevator alone. And then they did some pictures with her and everything. So cool. that's a that's a pretty good memory. Oh, I'm sure it was a good one for them too. Yeah. <laughs> so good to talk to you today. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, thanks well. for joining us. Thank you so much. Will is the best. I loved all of his Disney tips yeah, for I shopping. I can't wait to go shopping. <laughs> and for even more Disney news, be sure to check out d23.com and join us next week for more Disney news and more cool Disney stories right here on D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.